Women should feel empowered to pull each other up. We want to build a community to share other women's stories. Hi, and welcome to Tea with Tea. I'm Terry Lecheva, and this is my wonderful colleague. I'm Sarah Herman. Welcome. Thank you. We're, we're so excited to be here. And we are bringing to you the Tea with Tea series, which this series is focusing on women in leadership. Um, we want to create a community for like-minded and career-driven women within leadership positions and to be able to share that with the rest of you. Yeah, absolutely. I think you can never have too many conversations about being a woman in any career in any industry and sharing similar experiences and stories about how you overcame obstacles and got to the place that you want to get. And we just are excited to meet with women all over the world and share their story. Yes, we're so excited. We wanted to share a bit about us today. And um, just so you know who it is that you're meeting with and who you'll be hearing from each week, we're going to take it in terms of who it is that we're meeting. Maybe now and then we'll do one together and we can all be on screen at the same time. But um, Sarah, I'll kick off with you if you want to just share a bit about your background and how you've got to be a partner at, at TE today. Yeah, thank you. So I have, um, I'm a little newer at TE. I've joined in February. So um, it feels like longer already because it's just been a really quick sort of process getting involved and getting to know everybody, but I have been in the talent world for 15 years. Um, I started in, you know, traditional contingent staffing and went to a women-owned firm and was the fifth hire there and helped grow that company to, you know, a really exciting place. And, you know, I think I, in the last couple of years, was really starting to think about, you know, what is next for me? I think in our industry, you can get stuck sometimes feeling like you're on the hamster wheel, you know, the job becomes mundane and you're doing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, I really questioned like what was next for me. And so I actually made the brave decision to just, um, to leave my previous firm and take some time off to just be a mom. I'm a mom first. I have two crazy boys um, and sort of take a recharge. I don't think we do that enough as women and um, really think about what I wanted to do next. And I um, was introduced to TE and I had never heard of Triton Exec before, but very quickly I was attracted to the brand and the people. And Terry was actually the second person I met with and we just hit it off so quickly. I feel like we have so many common experiences and just similar outlook and approach. And I very quickly knew, you know, there's, this is definitely where I want to be. There's another like-minded person there who um, across the world, we have so much in common. And so I think too, that's sort of how this podcast came to be. We just, you know, are passionate about the same things. And I think it's just been a great couple months so far and I'm yeah. excited to grow this. I'm, honored that I was asked she asked me to do this like my first week so like <laughs> I'm glad you have that much faith in me to start a podcast with me and here we are yeah I just knew I was like ah oh, yes Sarah would be great to do this <laughs> so I'm so you're so true so glad that you're here I think it's so nice to have like-minded women 
to yeah. empower other women in the workforce. I think, especially in our industry, and I know that you've probably seen it not coming from, I guess, outside of a women-led organization, right. but for typically it is just so heavily male dominated yeah. that actually when you find someone that's kind of like your work person, it's yeah. so nice. As soon as I yeah. met you, I was like, yes, I'm so excited. This is good. This is what I need. I'm going <laughs> right. to have somebody here who's kind of doing the same thing as me, especially like being in peer roles. It's really nice, I think, to yeah. have like that person. And I think obviously from thinking around this podcast is how can we then share this with others maybe they can take that into their own organizations or just into their own career like you said with kind of where you got with leaving your last place and then having a bit of time to think about what you wanted to do next like you say not many people have that opportunity so maybe if there's other people out there that are thinking about it maybe throughout this set these theories would be able to to share some ideas with people and I think too like having the confidence to do that right I it was scary you know I knew in my gut what I wanted to do but you know imposter syndrome is so real and you know I felt like I was leaving a protected bubble um that I had been in for eight years and it was a huge risk you know I it could have gone horribly wrong I mean especially given the market I kind of felt like what the heck are you doing um but sometimes the risk, you know, the risk is, as they say, um, the reward is wor- worth the risk. And yeah. so I, I'm happy that I'm fortunate enough, you know, obviously I, I, that's a privilege to be able to do that. And I'm very thankful I was able to do that. But I think, again, a big part of this for me is helping women feel confident in themselves and believe in their own. There was an article, I think, on Forbes that said, like, betting on your own career, right, and trusting yourself and believing in your capabilities and believing in your skills to go somewhere and leave something that you're comfortable and feel safe to go out in the world and find somewhere else, you know, to try and have that success again. So enough about me, Terry, tell us about you. Well, I was just thinking that actually it was very similar in terms of the, our situations. I think actually where we both found ourselves was in a position of having built and grown something and being a part of something for like you eight, me seven years, it's a, it's a long time that you yeah. do get comfortable, you get happy in your own bubble. And actually part of me was really thinking about what am I going to do next? And then the other part of me was, why would I go anywhere? And obviously I'm in such a good position and I'm really enjoying right. it here. And I do really like everyone that I'm working with and what, can genuinely see what you've achieved during that time but I think we're both not the kind of people that will stay somewhere if we know that there's more to give and Mm -hmm. I think that was my that was the other side of me the curiosity and so when I was being approached about coming to Triton Exec at the time I just thought am I crazy to go somewhere else right now and actually there's it's it, it is really good where I am um but I think it was the opportunity and, and the ability to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. And I remember my first two weeks and I was thinking, oh my gosh, what have I done? Like, I'm just so like, this is so new. And I, I don't know, like, anyone, like, again, you have to rebuild everything, right? And like you say, yeah. even things like you do then doubt yourself. When actually we've got no reason to, and, and we've proven it in time and time over again to get to where we had got to, that we didn't need to question our ability. but we do and so yeah, I always. think it's nice to just share that with each other too so even yeah. when when you were 
coming here, I think we just realized that we've been through a very similar journey. Um, I've learned a lot. I think we're in a position where we've got a huge network that we can talk to and who can share many insights around obviously how they've got to where they've got to today. So I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. I mean, I've even we've obviously been having some preliminary conversation with women that we want to feature. And you know, I've sort of our focus areas too, mine's a little more go to market sales and marketing and even just, you know, finding female chief revenue officers, the number of women versus men is so drastic. And like, I knew that, but then actually seeing it, you know, when pulling up searches on LinkedIn and like, wow, there are like 20% of them are women and the rest are men. And so I think, you know, it's incredible to be able to give those women a platform. And here, you know, I think sometimes perspective is so interesting because you could see someone in a position and think, wow, they have all the confidence in the world. And, you know, they probably just never had imposter syndrome and they, you know, just got to where they wanted to go. And even though you can work really hard and like push through some of that, those feelings are probably still there, you know? And so I think for me, like learning where to go to work through that, like there's not a handbook of here's how you overcome this. And you can go to, you know, panels and you can go to webinars and there's so much out there about these things. But I think hearing real stories and having intimate conversations about it um, is just so beneficial because then you can see yourself in that person a little bit, you know, and understand where to push yourself out of your comfort zone to go and get that advice or, you know, get that feedback maybe somewhere else that you might be more responsive to. And so I'm, I'm excited to hear what other people have done. Um, Cause I know what's, and to share what's worked for me too. You know, I think we're both passionate about those things and. Yeah, exactly, we exactly that. I think yeah. we both are. And I know that obviously when we were connecting, you were sharing so much around the networks that you're part of and the different elements that you've looked at to try and build your network. And then obviously you being US and me being here, we're, it's probably slightly different in terms of how we angle it, but actually everybody, we've still got the same kind of link back to how we go yeah. about it. But it is yeah. interesting to even just share those different perspectives, I think, around how we manage it, what what we've done. And I think hopefully there's lots that... Um, our future guests will be able to share from a wider networking perspective that I think is really, yeah. really useful. My network being more uh, corporate functions in HR, it is predominantly female-led, which is great. And I'm glad great. that there's always the opportunity to have a, a female leader on the board, for example, which obviously in, in most cases, like it's not, you don't always have that. And I think being able to talk to those that have had those journeys and have got to where they are, I think is inspiring. But then if like we look at like the finance side, actually that is still still quite male dominated. Right. It's not necessarily more of a female angle. So I think there's different perspectives that we'll be able to share across yeah. both the TTM and the, the corporate function spaces for sure. Yeah. And then I think background wise, it's quite broad for us, isn't it? In terms of who we typically talk to from a sector perspective. But again, that will bring, bring different elements yeah. to to the conversation. I think too, like, you know, I think we're in such interesting roles because, you know, working for an executive search firm being and staffing the way we are, we can relate to HR and talent. And then we can also relate to sales and sort of the more 
go to market type function. So we're in this interesting in between space, I feel like where I do connect a lot with, you know, the the impact that that talent community can have, but then also being, you know, a woman in sales, there's so many complexities with that and, you know, yeah. being, you know, direct, but not coming off aggressive or, and just all the nuances that we have to sort of try and package ourselves to be this certain way that I think feeds into the imposter syndrome. Like, was I too direct for that person? Was I too soft for that person? You know, I think it's just like, you're constantly questioning everything you're saying and putting out there. And um, I also think this might be controversial, but I also think too, it takes time to learn to work with other strong women. Like I have also had equally as bad experiences working with other, you know, women, because I think sometimes there's that fear of, you know, there's only room for one at the top, right? And because I think historically, like it's, there weren't as many opportunities. So, you know, I'm also curious to hear that too. I don't think that gets talked about as much. Yeah, that's so interesting actually. Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, you can have really great male advocates and then sometimes you can have females that aren't great advocates, right? Because, you know, maybe you can't think outside of your own goals because you just feel like there's only room for one of us to get here and I'm not going to leave any room for anyone else to get ahead of me. And that can create really toxic relationships too. So I think that's an interesting theme to explore that Again, might be controversial because, you know, women supporting women, I'm all for that. But reality is not everybody is. Yeah. It takes time to get there. <laughs> and it's like, do you do you have my and I think we automatically yeah. presume because of that that there are people out there that would would just, I guess, have have your back, yeah. so to speak. And actually yeah. there's probably a bit of naivety. And there's and who, I guess, within that corporate realm, do you do you have to learn to manage that or think about it in a different way and yeah I think it, that that is something definitely to think about yeah I'm curious for you I mean what have been some resources or networks or things that you've done to sort of you know give yourself confidence and take those risks and make those decisions like are there were there key people in your workplace that you have to go outside of your sort of workforce to find those people to have those conversations like what what has worked yeah. for you I definitely had to go outside and say there are two main avenues that I went through and I was really lucky being in the world of HR I had an awesome coach yeah. and she was actually doing her training at the time and it was a slight conflict I was like would you be able to coach me we'd worked together for probably five six years and she had to go away and check but it was actually really beneficial, the fact that she did know me and she'd known the journey that I've been on through in my old organization that actually we got to a point where it was familiar, but not overly. But she yeah. gave me genuine advice by being consultative and being a coach in her field. And she's very and much an a great coach. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I think she kind of could see the concerns and, and where she could probably be a bit more empathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, than somebody who was completely objective. So I think there was yeah. quite a good mix. And then the other was more of a, a women in recruitment network and mentor. And we're still connected today. And she's been through lots of different avenues in her career. And we just really connect. I think, again, that connection thing is key, isn't it? Yeah. I think, but 
she was really helpful. And at the time I was trying to figure out what to do. And then it was about two weeks later, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. Um, but it was very much her that was helping me to get to that. I love that. The point in my in my mind where I knew what I did and didn't want. Yeah. She was very good at things like goal setting and being able to work backwards, which to be honest, until I'd had those resources, I didn't really do much of my own individual goal setting. Whereas now mm-hmm. I do them on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. So, yeah. and then I work backwards. Yeah, I love <laughs> and, that. Yeah, love and that. I'm actually just in talks of potentially getting into a, a network here, but obviously I, I think I can lead to you to talk about that because I know that that was quite key for you. Yeah, it's funny because I think like, Five years ago, Sarah would roll her eyes at like a coach, you know, a life coach, a professional coach. And now I'm like, so such an advocate for it because yeah, I mean, I, I got a lot out of it. So I also went external, joined, you know, a networking professional women's networking group. And for me, it was all about the objective feedback. You know, I think again, when you are somewhere for so long, it's really hard sometimes to be objective because there's so much history, yeah. close friendships, you know, and admittedly, I'm a person that I struggle with that. It's really hard to, when you have those blurred lines to suddenly flip the switch. And I just started to really struggle with that. And so I knew I wanted to get objective feedback on, you know, myself, like my own, I had my own growing to do and I was not perfect by any means. And so working with this women, this group of women, um, and not only were we at similar levels, but just struggling with the same things and working towards the same things and really learning how to maneuver and react to things and just different perspectives, right? That I was yeah. really helpful to hear. And then working with this coach was this sounds so dramatic, but like, literally I felt like life changing for me. Like I, and coaches will hate that I say this, but coaching and therapy for me, like there were so many common themes that mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. came up. And again, I think it's the ability to hear sometimes feedback about yourself. That's not great from an objective person that yeah. you don't feel like you have to read between the lines or think that yeah worry like oh this person's mad at me like it's just this is reality like these are things you need to work on and let's work on them and so I think for me like learning what I needed right what did I need at this point in my life this point in my career what do I need from a leader what do I need from an organization and it helped me realize that those things just weren't where I was anymore and that's nothing negative about anybody else it's just where I have grown to and where I was and my priorities, they just weren't aligned anymore. And I think, you know, I, for some reason, like needed that person to not to validate, but to just, you know, help me to realize like, these are your habits. You know, these are, these are things I'm hearing. Like, these are things that you are struggle with. And these are things that you really are excited about and motivated by. And it's just having the knowledge, you know, and, and having a much clearer picture of it is what helped me really be able to make that decision. Um, and so I think if I had known all of this five years ago, I wonder where I would be now or like what would have changed and things that would have been different. And so again, like I think other women who might think I can't benefit for that or 
sometimes too, it's like, well, I'm not even senior enough for that to need that. But at any point in your career, like the sooner you get it, the better, right? It also helps you just be a better person, I think. Yeah. And I, I particularly think having access to all of these types of conversations yeah. earlier, and it doesn't mean you don't have to be a leader to be able to listen to this podcast, but hopefully you can listen to some of right. the sessions that we're going to have and be like, wow, that was great. Even just one little thing, we hope that you can take away yeah. just something and you think yeah. that was insightful, that was useful. Um, yeah. There's other things that I know that we're going to cover, like obviously you've just covered there with imp- imposter syndrome. I think childhood like Matt like managing your children and motherhood and like being able to juggle everything all at the same time I think that's also something that I know that we'll talk about a lot yeah. um but I think key themes will really be around careers and how people have got themselves to to where they have and obviously there probably will be a lot of crossover with things like yeah. coaches and networks and I don't and some people do it differently and so right. hopefully Hopefully we have some good things to share. What yeah. else are you looking forward to? I think too, just, you know, on a global basis, I feel like it's just going to be fun to hear different perspectives, like even culturally differences. Yeah. You know, I know Terry and I recently met with someone who um, we were talking about these things and this is the first time too, you know, I'm the only American on this leadership team and <laughs> it's wonderful, but it is, it makes me reflect so much on myself and how I present myself and even how I speak. Like, it's just, I think there are such small different cultural differences that, you know, for me, I think it'll be really educational to hear, you know, are those same exact patterns happening in every part of the world or are mm-hmm. there different struggles? Is there less of a struggle? Um, I'm excited to sort of see those different perspectives because I think I think it's going to be really interesting. And maybe it won't be. Maybe everyone will have the exact same story, but <laughs> I'm sure there'll probably be some like nuances, you know, depending on where you're at in the world. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think we'll have, the, even if with the different disciplines of where people work yeah. Yeah, that will just bring some different context, but I'm looking forward to it. I hope everyone else is too. Yeah. Yeah. How exciting. It's going to be great. Um, The last question we have to ask each other, um, how do you take your tea, Terry? I take my tea, what we call here in England, like a builder's tea, but without the sugar. So a breakfast tea with a dash of semi-skimmed milk um how do you take your tea so specific (laughs) um I admittedly am like majority of a coffee drinker but I do in the winter and fall I like uh I like my tea I usually just have a regular I guess it's English breakfast or just like a plain tea I don't know I sound so American um but I love a lot of lemon and my husband's co-worker makes his own honey and it's the best oh, thing in the world. And so, and then I put a little sprinkle of cinnamon in. It's like super, wow. beautiful, but it's very good. That sounds like a Halloween style tea. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> maybe it's a hot toddy if it's, you know, like a Friday night, but. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, we are looking forward to the next few sessions and to connecting with everyone we hope you enjoyed our intro yes thanks for joining us yeah we will see you soon talk to y'all soon Bye. bye